memory, memory, memory. It is memory. sitting on a shelf in my old bedroom on the top shelf next to some art books. I can still see some of my childhood toys. They're there on shelves or in the attic. But I see them sometimes. It's sitting with its legs hanging over the side. I remember that I was given it when I was 13, just 13, as part of a present, I think, for uh, the Bar Mitzvah, which means it's a ceremony that Jewish people have when they're 13. The object makes noises, maybe when you squeeze it or pull something, maybe you pull something. But I think now it wouldn't make noises anymore because it has been um, like 15 years since then. I know where they are, they're still there. And also possibly I've attached something else to it at some point. Anyway, I think that one of my friends who was also that age must have given me a present which included this thing, although probably it had something else in the present as well because it wouldn't have been a very good present on its own. I'm not sure who it was who gave it to me, but I would guess we are not still friends. This is just one very small present that I think one of my friends who didn't know me very well gave me. It's sitting on a candle or something like that, which has gone all bendy, so it looks quite sad up there. You know, we weren't expected to give each other a very good present unless we knew each other quite closely. But it is still sitting up there. When you're about 13, of gaining your adult characteristics. That's puberty. Lots of cultures would have had a celebration somewhere around then. Or like an initiation ritual. We think of people becoming adults when they're roughly that age. For, for more traditional Jewish people, there is a, a bigger celebration for boys when they're 13 and they there's a lot more religious stuff happening for boys whereas girls might just have a small ceremony or no ceremony whereas for more liberal Jews then it is more equal and there is a religious part and there is a celebration part and you get presents of many different kinds but it is interesting because when you have a celebration or a ritual that happens when you're 13 you feel like something changes I know where they are, they're still there you know, you feel like, oh, it's true, I went from being a child to being something a bit different. Your body started to change at that time, but there's nothing to mark it. There's a religious part, there's nothing a ceremony, and after. where you have to sing, you have to speak, you have to read Hebrew. Do something else, like um, planting there's plants a and plants. Celebration part, which might be in a different place. Or feed the fish, which is more like similar to a wedding dinner or a wedding lunch where there are speeches and maybe a cake and all of those kind of things and dancing when it all finishes it's not like getting married when you're in a new state after after the event 
I mean, organising this bar mitzvah event is a bit similar to organising a wedding. But afterwards, it isn't like you're in a new relationship to the world. Because we've had a tradition for thousands of years of religions that said, have lots of swimming monks, there is only one God and we can't know what he is thinking, you know, so you can't know about your fate. So, but when, when, when the event is finished, yeah, you, you feel, there is a kind of, there is a kind of strange, there's different uh, levels of that kind of insularity, like whether your community is very tight and only, only talks to each other, or some of them are much more open and they're just a meeting place where people occasionally are coming together. So I didn't grow up in a tight community. Just there is a, there is a synagogue building, similar to a church, where people come a few times in a year and there are some things that are organised for young people or children. And so this time, around this age, 12, 13, is the time when I was most involved with that community. Whereas now I only go there maybe two times in the autumn and that's it. So, but, but that time, yeah, it's the religious community that had a new importance in life just for that period, early teens. Which is really interesting for us because we couldn't understand how is this organised? And how is this idea, how does it stay? Because here, if there was something like that, it would need to be organised by a, a big, you know, religious organisation. It couldn't just happen naturally within, within the whole country. It wouldn't happen, people wouldn't have those beliefs without some big structure to say, this is what you have to do. People live in one million different overlapping bubbles. That's right. Although there are opportunities for people to meet each other outside of those bubbles, some people live in a few different bubbles. So, yeah, I mean, you you could you could be living in a in a Chinese-speaking bubble, and an art world bubble, and another bubble, you know? And for me, I live in mostly the art bubble. It's not, it's not related to my, to my religious background. My bubble is one that I chose. Most of the people who I know are people who are artists, or connected to artists, or something like that. It's interesting, because it sounds like the kind of religion that people follow is really not very much to do with Buddha. I'm not sure, but 
most societies have rituals like this, like rituals to say you're an adult or things around marriage or things about ancestors or the dead. I wonder if in the future you could have religious activities which involve taking plastic out of the sea. He talked about quite different things. So it sounds like the religion that exists is something that just emerges from the people. It doesn't come from a higher, like, it doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come, like, you know, for, for Jews, Christians and Muslims, their ideas come from a book, a text about how the world is. But it sounds like the ideas that are in Taiwan about what happens to people when they die, or what you have to do for the spirits, or what what, may, what might God be, that doesn't come from a book. It like it like comes naturally out of people. Imagine if a religion was based around ecology. There are lots of practices and ideas, not just in Taiwan, but across East Asia, which come from before. So I think it sounds like some ideas about spirits and about destiny and some other things are much older and they stayed, they stayed there among everyone and they stayed and they stayed, you know, maybe it means that the connection that I had with them continued because I still saw them sometimes. But it's a really interesting yeah, it's a really interesting thing about what we consider to be to be part of what yeah, what is religion? It's a, it's like a it seems like a really interesting question. I've never taken any of those things seriously. I would just think, okay, it's it's nice to have fun. <laughs>